Good afternoon, this is Lady Catherine, and thank you for joining me again for the Purple Lipstick Dialogue Show, where we talk about anything pertaining to women, for women, about women, and to women. We're going to continue the conversation about domestic violence. Uh, that's what we do on this show. We talk about uh, domestic violence and toxic relationships. We will be getting into some of the how-tos on these shows, but because I'm just starting these podcasts, I just want to get you are caught up to speed on what the domestic violence is and what what it looks like, how it shows up, and in the various forms of the way it shows up. Again, I hope you're having a good day. Um, these shows are designed to keep you informed and even keep you inspired that you can, if you find yourself in this situation, you can overcome it. But most importantly, you can be safe. What's domestic violence? And I went over in the previous shows, I talked about what it is. Abuse is damaging. What makes abuse different from domestic abuse or domestic violence? It is relational. I'm repeating myself from previous shows, but I think it bears repeating. It's relational. It's relational to the point that, um, let's see, married spouses, someone that has been in a relationship, you may or may not have children together. Um, it could be... Um, same sex, it could be heterosexual uh, relationships, it could be mothers or or stepchildren or, you know, biological children, anything of that nature makes it domestic. Abuse of any kind is damaging, but domestic violence, domestic abuse is a whole nother level of abuse to just different dynamics uh, that goes on within uh, domestic violent uh, relationships. I, Because I am a Christian woman, I like to go into the word of God and to begin to dissect. It's for uh, Christian women, but again, you can glean, even if you, you're not a Christian, you can glean from these shows and take some of these good nuggets and apply them to your life. Um, so I'm going to go into a little bit about abuse again, and it is damaging, it is damaging on various levels. Is damaging to the body, to the psyche, to the heart, to the spirit, to one's core. Abuse is violence. Abuse and violence are not natural. It is not natural. And no matter how natural it may show up or seem based on past experiences or based on your current situation, it is not natural. In a relationship, it should not be any domestic abuse, any type of abuse in relationships. Abuse and control are embedded, and I want to repeat that, it's embedded in the fabric of our society. Abuse and control, we see it all you know, on TV, we see it on social media, everywhere you look, everywhere you turn, is some type of abuse going on. Um, Abuse in regards to domestic violence is a pattern of behavior. It exists between what we call episodes. So the episodes may look like this, and it's something you can look on the internet, but it's called the power and control wheel. There's a wheel, there's a cycle 
of abuse that that you can point to and see if you are in one of these phases. Uh, using intimidation is one of them. Making her, because I say her because I'm talking to women, about women, for women, and to women. Making her afraid by using looks. Someone who has been abused and, and are abusive, they're, the dynamic within that relationship is that they can give you a look and you know what that look means. You may not... Uh, the other people in the room may not be aware, and we've been talking about the elephant in the room, um, the elephant that's there that nobody wants to talk about, and that elephant is the spirit. It's a spirit. It's a demon, and I'm calling it the elephant that's in the room that don't nobody want to talk about. And so someone can be in the room. It can be a room full of people, and somebody can give a look that you know exactly what it means. You know exactly what they mean. Actions. They can give gestures across the room that you know what it means. No one else knows. No one sees the elephant in the room, but you see the elephant and you know exactly what it means. Intimidation includes smashing things, destroying your property, abusing pets, displaying weapons, trying to intimidate you. It also uses emotional abuse. This is another portion of the wheel. Putting you down, making you feel bad about yourself, calling your names, making you think you're crazy, playing mind games, humiliating you, making you feel guilty, using isolation. That's a great part of domestic abuse is isolation. Again, it's all about power and control. And if they can get you, away from your loved ones, if they can get you away from people that genuinely care for you, they will make it seem as though they're your best friend. You're the only, they're the only one you can count on. They're the only one you can depend on because that person is a bad person. That person doesn't like you. That person is jealous. And so they'll come up with all these scenarios um, to try to get you to fall into the trap so that you can begin to believe that they're your best friend and they have your best interests at heart. Don't fall for the trap. Using isolation, controlling what you do, who, who you see and talk to, again, family, friends, all of that. They will paint them in the bad light with hope that you'll um, take the bait and begin to think that those people are against you. But in fact, it's the abuser, the one you're in relationship with, is the elephant in the room. They try to limit your outside involvement, jealousy to justify actions. Minimizing, denying, and blaming. That's another one. Making light of the abuse and not talking about uh, your concerns like a serious Taking the abuse didn't happen. They try to say that it, it didn't happen. Uh, it's not what I said and that's not what I meant. Shifting blame and shifting responsibility for abusive behavior. Saying you caused it. If you hadn't said this, you hadn't done that. If you hadn't uh, burnt the toast, if you hadn't, you know, one thing or another, they would try to minimize, deny, and blame as if it's your fault. Don't fall for the trick. 
And they'll use your children. It's another portion on the power and control wheel. Using your children. Making, making you feel guilty about your own children. Using the children to relay messages. Oh, they do that. They do that. They get their children involved, and they'll manipulate, and they'll control the children. They'll get the children, if possible, to try to be on their side against their own mother. I've seen it happen. They're the good parent. You're not the good parent. Your mom did this. She said that. They will put the children in it. And cause the children's mind to be twisted. The thing about domestic violence is a mind twister. It'll twist your mind. And I said it in a previous show. There is no respect of persons when it comes to domestic violence. Whether you're a Christian woman, you're not a Christian woman. You're tall, you're short, you're black, you're white, you, you, you're thin, you, you, you got a little meat on your bones, a lot of meat. It doesn't matter. You have an education, you don't have an education. You have a lot of money, you don't have much money. It doesn't matter. Anybody can be the victim of it and anybody can be the perpetrator. They'll use the children. They'll use male privilege. Male privilege. Treating you like a servant. Making all the big decisions. Acting like the master of the castle. Being the one who's defined. Being the one to define your role. And to define his role. And again, as a Christian woman, I, I believe in the Bible, the Holy Bible, I believe. But let's go into, I'm going to look into um, a scripture. Let's go into, if you're a Christian, if you're not, you still can gleam these nuggets, like I said before. But let's read 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 7. See, what abusers do if they are in the church and they're supposed to be following Christ, um, they will use scripture against you. But even if uh, they don't believe, I like to still uh, go into the word of God and see what the word of God says. What does the word of God say about love? We can measure, we can measure what the word of God says about love to see if I'm in a loving relationship. First Corinthians 13 and 7. First Corinthians 13 and 7. Love does Love, let, let's go back to 1 Corinthians 13 and 6, tells us that love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. We can measure if, if there's love operating in our relationships. It does not delight in evil. Love does not hit you upside your head, try to twist your mind. It does not feel entitled it does not. Love protects. 
First Corinthians, First Corinthians thirteen and seven. Love does not cover over a multitude of sin. It says in the scripture that love covers a multitude of sin, and sometimes people get twisted because they think that you're supposed to cover bad behavior. You're supposed to cover abuse because the Bible said love covers a multitude of sin, but it does not mean covering up abuse. Covering up when you are being abused. And quite as a cap, a lot of women don't know they're in abusive relationships and don't realize that's what it is. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoice with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hope, always perseveres. I'm going to start right there. So we can look at those scriptures and see, am I being loved? Am I being loved? Is this relationship that I'm in that I, that I feel so unloved, so mistreated, so abandoned, so abused, so dishonored, so disrespected, it disrespected. Does it look like what we just read? When you when you when someone is abusing you, it it looks nothing like this. So we can we can measure whether someone is giving us love based on what we just read. But what I want to do tomorrow is when we're on the other side of that for us, and we want to live. Uh, a life that's pleasing to God. And it's happening in the church. I said it before. It is happening in the body of Christ. So we're going to go into it a little later. And I'll do that again later on in the week. But love covering sin does not mean we disregard our own emotions or our personal boundaries. We cannot cover sin by denying that it hurt us, that it wounds us, that the elephant is not in a room. We cannot cover sin or cover uh, demonic behavior. And we also have to know exactly what this scripture really means and how it applies to our lives and how it looks on the other side of that because I'm in a and if someone finds themselves in abusive relationships and when I say we're going to talk about the other side of it but love is patient love is kind love is you know it's it's all these things that we should be receiving but what about if you're in a toxic abusive relationship does that mean that when you are no longer patient with this behavior, that you're not doing what you're supposed to do. You're not being a godly wife. You're not being a godly woman. You're not being what God has called you to be because you're calling out the elephant in the room. We're going to talk about that next time. We're going to talk about that next time. I thank you for tuning in. This thing is very, uh, very, very special. 
to me in regards to getting bringing awareness and education out to women. Um, that thing is a, 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 a raving maniac that's covered, covered by love. Just saying that I love you. And because I love you, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to treat you like this. Because I love you so. Because I just can't. I can't do without you. I just love you. Let's find out what love is. If you find yourself in this type of relationship or you know someone that's in abusive relationships, an abusive relationship, and you need emergency, you need emergency service, you need help right away, don't neglect to call 911 or call the domestic violence hotline. And that hotline is 1-800-799-7233. Again, if you find yourself in a situation that you need immediate help, call 911 or dial 1-800-799-7233. I'm sorry, 1-800-799-7233. Until next time, please be safe. And if no one told you today that they love you, I love you. I really do. Till next time, take care.